Inhabitants of peach trees, this is Judge Dredd. In case you people have forgotten, this block operates under the same rules as the rest of the city. Mama is not the law. I am the law. Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, and games of the nerd world. This week we're talking about... Dread. Dread. The, the 20... remake. <laughs> well, it's actually not technically a, me- a remake. It's same universe, same character. Yeah, yeah. But not a, a remake. Sequel. Could be a sequel. Yeah, it's just another... It's a reimagining. Uh, a perfect role for Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. Um... And the movie also starts with a narration of Carl, or with Carl Urban singing the narration. Carl! 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 Uh, and it so perfectly sets the universe up. I'm just going to copy it verbatim here. Uh, America is an irradiated wasteland. Within it lies Facts. a city. Outside the boundary walls, a desert, a cursed earth. Inside the walls, a cursed city. Stretching from Boston to Washington, D.C., an unbroken concrete landscape, 80 mi- 800 million people living in the ruin of the old world and the megastructures of the new one. Megablocks, mega highways, mega city, Megatron! <laughs> Actually, it's Mega City 1. Convulsing, choking, breaking under its own weight. Citizens in fear of the streets, the gun, the gang. Only one thing fighting for order in the chaos the men and women of the Hall of Justice. Justice, juries, executioners, judges. Yep, that pretty much says it. <laughs> it's pretty so, much. So yeah, the plot of the movie is pretty cool though. Yeah. So the whole Judge Dredd thing is actually from a uh, British sci-fi comic called 2000 AD that started in the 70s. Hmm. Yeah, they've had crossovers with DC in the past because there's a whole Dredd versus Batman comic universe, which is like the only set of graphic novels I've ever read. They're fucking cool. Nice. Um. That's There's a cool. lot more on the mutant stuff than is in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'll get into that here in a little bit in the yeah. plot. Um, essentially, the, the firstly, if you haven't seen this movie, pause this podcast right fucking now and go watch it. It's only ninety minutes, and you don't have to like Judge Dread to like Dread. No. I'm not a huge fan of Judge Dredd. The and movie, in full the candor, I'm gonna piss off some nerds by saying this. I have never seen Judge Dread, or I haven't seen it yet. It's okay. It's an 80s movie. I know, I know. Judge Dread is not as good as Dread. Right. Dread <laughs> Dread is perfect. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's a perfect fucking action flick. If you like some if you want some action in your day, watch Dread. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie starts out where it just kind of <clears throat> sets him up as a character as one of the best judges on the goddamn city, Mega City One. Do you know who he is? I do. A million credits. <laughs> <laughs> um, starts out where he's chasing down these guys. Essentially, again, dystopian future. Most crimes, death is your sentence. Um, Not true. There's ISO cubes. Anytime you die. Anytime, I'm sorry. Anytime you kill somebody. It's well, yeah. Death is your sentence. Um, and they only respond to like 6% of 911 calls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they still use 911, I noticed. Well, because it's America. We, because Lena Hetty actually. Headley. Hetty? Hetty? Lena Headey? Head, Headley? I don't know. Cersei fucking Lannister. Cersei. She says call 911 at one yeah. point, so they're still using 911. <laughs> Cannon. 
Yep. <clears throat> also, um, this is very uh, reminiscent of Atlanta because peach trees. <laughs> so I was going to get to that. So <laughs> so essentially, it starts out and it shows him how he how he fucking operates, and he operates like a goddamn judge, jury, and executioner, and it's fucking awesome. Then he's brought in to uh, headquarters, I guess, and the head judge, uh, chief judge, chief judge, chief judge, she uh, gives him a rookie who is a mutant. A mutie. Her, a mutie. But her mutant power she's isn't also something sexy like... sexy as fuck. Yeah. Her mutant <laughs> power is being sexy as fuck, and, a, and she's also psychic. But apparently, she can be psychic through walls and shit, but the helmet... But not a helmet. But the helmet well, stops I'm her. sure she can. It probably just... Why she says do anything, it messes with it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it negates it. It probably just... I mean, if anything's going to yeah, mess... she was able to perfectly read his mind like through a wall. Like, if you're going to be a regular cop, would you wear gloves all the time if you didn't have to? Because you fucks with your trigger finger? I mean, I don't know. It, who knows? I don't know. I thought it was just an excuse for them to have her her face showing the whole movie. Did you do any research on other mutants in the universe? No, no. Because there's this whole line of them in, in the comic, too. They're called fatties. It's just like giant obese dudes. There was, there was a, there was, uh, there was was a subtle say, hint to that in the movie. Yeah. Uh, they had a guy who was like 400 fucking pounds. That's not that fat. Like 600 pounds. I don't like know. the fatties in this are like 700 plus. <laughs> and they have like a wheel under their gut so they oh, can walk God around. Oh, yeah. solo. <laughs> they have to put a wheel under their gut so they can walk around. Yeah, so essentially he's he's tasked with taking the rookie out for her first day. However, she failed the academy by like 3% under yep. the minimum requirements. But she's psychic, so they're trying to give her a shot. Also, their first day of training, he tells them that one in five die. One their in first day. Yeah, you're also <laughs> stepping all over my shit here. My bad. <laughs> yeah, one in five die their first day on the job. Uh, so he takes her out, and he's telling her all these things, like, if you lose your primary weapon, instant fail. Automatic fail. <laughs> and there's all these different things. I'm going to start coughing here in a second. I apologize. But they go to peach trees because there were three murders of three drug dealers who were dealing outside their turf. And Mama, Cersei Lannister, Mama. runs this fucking gang in this whole building, this whole megastructure. Was it 200 floors tall? Two stories, yeah. 200 stories tall. And uh, so they're sent there to investigate the murders. And when they're taking out some perpetrators, one of the dudes who's really in with the gang gets captured. And they're going to take him for questioning. So she says, fuck it. We're locking down the whole building. He can't leave because he knows some shit. And he'll fucking talk. That motherfucker will squeal. So she gets her, I think it's, I, again, I'm not certain about this, but my headcanon was that the, the tech dude that she was getting the run everything was her ex-pimp. It may have she, been. She's a... Uh, uh, it seems she, like he's younger than her by a lot, though, so I don't know if it were. Well, again, pimps don't have to be fucking, you know, like, he don't have to be, like, you know, the pimps, like the big pimps. He could just been, like, a random guy. But he's also, uh, it's the same actor who is in Ex Machina. He's the weird ginger dude in the new Star Wars Now you're Wars stepping movies. on my shit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> tit for tat, asshole. Um, but he, uh, he somehow has the ability to lock down the whole place and, uh, they're caught inside and he it becomes, gets, he tricks the, uh, headquarters or yes, whatever, yes. the government essentially into letting him have lockdown protocol. Yeah, he's like, Oh, I'm one of yeah. you guys. I'm, I'm doing war game scenarios. Yeah. It's <laughs> a post-apocalyptic world and they live in a nuke proof, uh, apartment yeah. building. Every, so. every, every, these mega block structures have these nuke proof lockdowns or whatever. Um, so it's like a big shoot 'em up, right? So they're going through, and honestly, this is pretty much the plot. Uh, they're going through. They're they're evading people. Eventually, Mama is it Mama or Mama? Mama. Mama gets like futuristic miniguns and murders an entire level of people <laughs> to try and get dread in this chick. <clears throat> and uh, the chick ends up getting information out of the guy of what the information is so important 
Your by name's Judge Anderson. Judge Anderson. Well, she's chick, not a judge yet. The chick. You have failed the Bechtel test. Anderson. I have failed the Bechtel <laughs> test. Anderson literally mind fucks him. <laughs> yes. And uh, gets all the information There's out another little thing about that whole scene that I'll tell you later that's okay. a really cool thing I didn't notice. Um, and, and then these kids who are like fledglings in the gang get the drop on them. Dread, like, you know... He he actually stuns them. The only people he doesn't kill in the whole movie who try to kill him. Yeah, little children. Um, We've also was... determined that she failed the academy because she wasn't good enough with one-liners. Because all the other yes, yes, all the other no, judges yes. are really good so, at one-liners. Again, as we were watching this movie, we uh, I pretty much believe that half of Judge School is one-liners. Taking the scenario and making a fucking pun about it has to be true because they're so good at it. Because You're later on, the law. later on, Mama. In her wisdom of how to stop Judge Dredd, says call nine one one, and she bribes some other judges mm-hmm. with a million credits. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, I didn't. What I was getting at when we were watching that scene, and I guess I got this from the comics or the mm-hmm. graphic novels. Um, if you're rich enough in this universe, you can live like in a actual house with actual grass and like a dome over it Damn. that like recirculates the air. So like you a can biosphere. Like, yeah, you can. That's what all the rich people live in, and there's not very many of them. So, so it's like altered carbon. <laughs> yeah, it's very much like altered carbon. That whole futuristic, like if you're rich enough, you can still. You live pretty much like a live in the lap person. of luxury, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she calls these four guys in, or well, three guys and a gal, and they charge her a million credits to kill Dread, and she goes. Psh. He goes, do you know him? Like he said earlier, she's like, no. He goes, well, I do. A million credits. So obviously D- Judge Dredd has a reputation. Yep. And that was Judge Lex and his Judge cronies. Judge Lex and his cronies, yeah. Um, <laughs> and this uh, Anderson gets captured by the gang when the kids try to get the drop on him. Mm-hmm. So she gets her primary weapon taken, so automatic failure. Um, and uh, she gets taken up there. Fucking Dredd. Shoots his way through a few of the the other guys. He he picks up pretty quickly using his ex, expert cop skills. Like, you, there were two of us. You didn't ask about the second one. You must be my enemy. And he just immediately starts killing the guy. Yeah. Uh, eventually, that gets up there. Dread gets shot by Lex and has that amazing <laughs> wait. I'm upset with you. <laughs> like that kind of whole wait thing. Wait for her to shoot you. <laughs> and Anderson escapes using her mind powers. Also, the the guy that they had the uh, the whole time tries to shoot her with her own gun, and it says ID failed and blows his fucking arm off. Which yeah, is awesome. Uh, she escapes, rescues him from that, and then they end up uh, killing Mama. Oh, and the whole thing that she's doing is she's producing this drug called slow mo, which makes the user perceive time as one percent of normal rate. And in the beginning of the movie, they she drops these drug dealers off there as like a lesson, gives them slow mo before she drops off. And we did some quick and dirty math. It was a fifteen minute fall for them. Yeah. So they knew they were going to die in their own lines for fifteen yep. fucking minutes. And I've also decided that if this was a real drug, people would use it right at the brink of orgasm. Oh yeah. Because you could have sure. like a ten minute long orgasm. That'd be fucking baller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do the math right now because I'm terrible on on the on the damn on the dime math. But uh, that would be uh, a very quick orgasm, I think. But essentially, he gives her slow mo because she has this essentially a, de- a future dead man switch. If my yeah. heart stops, it blows up the top of the building. He goes, "Can the signal get through two hundred floors of concrete?" And pushes her off the edge. She dies, and the mm-hmm. and the movie kind of. And he at the end, 
even though she lost her primary weapon, he says she was good enough to be She's a judge. A she gained his respect. She, yeah. And then it, it kind of shows that throughout the well, movie. She once gets she her thought, spirit. You once know? she thought she failed, she started doing things the way she was wanted yeah, to do she, them. Yeah, she loses her nerve. She let She's some like, people go. She let the techie guy go. Yeah. Domhnall Gleeson. She let yeah. him go because he was a victim. Because so. she read his mind yeah. and all that shit. But that's pretty much the movie. <laughs> yep, that's the plot. <laughs> a lot of shoot him up and a lot of, uh, a lot of, lot of one-liners, which yep. are awesome. So we'll come back in a minute and talk about some uh, facts and plot stuff. All right, cast facts. Carl Urban, our boy, Dread. He plays Bones in Star Trek. King of Nerd. Yep, he's in The Boys. As what the hell's his name? Billy Bones, right? Uh, Billy Butcher. Billy Butcher. Dude, Billy Bones is the guy from uh, from Hocus Pocus, Treasure Island. I thought it was Billy. I thought Billy Bones was the boyfriend. Might of be the... both. I know he's. Yeah, you're right about that. But I... huh? Doesn't Billy Bones have the treasure in Treasure Island too? Isn't he know. the old guy who dies and has the treasure map? I honestly don't know. I think so. Huh. Oh, my head now. Someone will bitch at us and tell us. Somebody, we get somebody's a lot screaming of, right now. Go, no! We get a lot of texts and emails from people months after we record. And they're like, you idiot! <laughs> they yell at us. Hell yeah, like, we sorry, are. Sorry, whatever. Uh, he's in Thor Ragnarok. He was in Riddick, Doom, Lord of the Rings, Ghost <sighs> Ship. And he was Julius Kaiser in Hercules and Xena back in the day. Oh, shit. Both the shows. Because, you know, they kind of crossed over here and there. Nice. I didn't know that. And we've covered Carl Urban. I didn't know that. So Yeah. We always learn something more about him when we uh, do more movies. Yep. So Judge Anderson was played by Olivia Thirlby. Uh, she's been in a lot of nerdy stuff, per se, but she's in Chappaquiddick, uh, The Darkest Hour, which was great. Ooh, that is a good movie. And Juno, which I still haven't seen. I keep meaning to see it. Never happened. <sighs> Worth watching. Yep. Lena Headey, there is no L. Ah. Played Mama. She was Cersei Lannister. She's apparently in the new Dark Crystal TV show on Netflix. Oh, interesting. She was in Final Fantasy V. 15, sorry, XP. <laughs> she was in 300. She was in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <laughs> Fuck, really? Yeah. I haven't seen that. Uh, the Purge, Dishonored, the video game. Uh, really? She was Sarah Connor in Sarah Connor Chronicles. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, she was in The Brothers Grimm, and she played Kitty in Jungle Book. She was in The Brothers Grimm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. All right. Domhnall Gleeson didn't get a name in this movie, but uh, <laughs> he was in Ex Machina, Star Wars as Ginger general guy. Ginger Nazi general. Ginger Nazi guy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, he's in The Revenant. I haven't seen The Revenant all the way through. What the fuck? How? Because I, was, cause I was really sick when I started watching and I fell asleep. Oh, go watch it again while you're sick. See, <laughs> see what happens this time. Uh, Black Mirror is a, probably one of the most unsettling yeah, episodes. Too. Yeah, seriously. And it wasn't even like a bad, like no, he didn't do anything bad. No, but it was such a creepy it fucking a, episode. Exactly. It was just unsettling. Oh my God, it was unsettling. <clears throat> If you don't know what we're talking about, just go watch all the Black Mirror episodes. Go watch all Black Mirror anyway. Yeah, seriously. Um, He's Bill Weasley. He, I keep forgetting he's Bill Weasley. (laughs) I keep forgetting that. And he was in the remake of True Grit. Have you ever seen I did. I saw it it in theaters. I I don't know who he is in it. You saw Western theaters? Uh, The girl I was seeing at the time when I was seeing it. Yeah, I just, I'm not not judging you. (laughs) I'm just asking. I just didn't see you doing that. And I haven't seen it since, so. All right, K is the guy they drag around the whole movie, and he's played by Wood Harris. He was in, he is in Empire. Is that still on Empire? I don't know. Uh, he was in Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2049. I did like that movie, actually. Yep. That was a good movie. The original's better, but. I agree. It's a good uh, they both have their pros and cons. No. <laughs> one's a nine and one's a ten. Uh, yeah, okay. He, I'll he still in, take the nine. Yeah, he was in Ant-Man. I'll always take a nine. <laughs> He was in Ant-Man, uh, Twilight Zone, and back in the day, he was in Oz. I never saw Oz. I haven't either. Heard it's good. Wait, Oz isn't like the movie, my gri- or is there a show called Oz? The show. 
prison oh, show. No. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. That's my gripe with HBO. Like, they have great, you pay extra for HBO, and they still don't have all the content on there. At I least know, Disney Plus has everything. Because, like, I want to go in there and watch Tales from the Crypt. No, I got to buy the fucking yeah, DVDs. As much for as they want to shit all over the mouse for yeah. consolidating their power. Yeah, because I bought the Tales from the Crypt DVDs, and it cost me like 50 fucking bucks. Yeah. And it should be included mm. in my HBO that I don't pay yeah. for. That HBO, I use my brother's HBO is like for. a time window where they like take shit off of their service yeah. or whatever. That's what Hulu used to do that with newer shows, too, yep. and I hated yep. that, too. Yep. Fuckers. Okay. <clears throat> Unlike the first Judge Dredd movie, Carl Urban it, did his research and decided he wasn't going to take the helmet off during the whole movie because in the comics he doesn't take that the helmet off. That was so badass. He, 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 also, he uh, totally nailed this fucking role. Just yeah. totally nailed it. He also insisted on riding the motorcycle himself, which that whole line of motorcycles is called the Lawmaster. And oh. it's a real bike. Oh. It's a real bike they extensively modified. It had real lights on it and fake guns <laughs> What and does he say to it? was like, Lawmaster, lock down the crime scene. It starts talking to the citizens. Yeah. I don't think it... Uh, in the comics, it actually shows you what that whole crime suppression thing does, and it just shoots motherfuckers as they come over there. Like, it'll well, just, like... Well, it says in the movie, it was, like... Yeah, uh, I think it shocks them first or something, yeah. and then if they Interference with the crime them. scene uh, is a minimum five-year sentence in an mm-hmm. ISO cube. Yeah. They have juve cubes, too, which I thought yeah, was funny. Yeah, he's, like... He- <laughs> you can walk weird. It's like a regular ISO cube, cube, but smaller. It's worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, some of Mama's tattoos are actually Lena Headey's real tattoos. She has a ton of fucking tattoos. Yeah. They actually just expanded them up her neck and face. It's pretty like, legit. Yeah. Also, solid scar work. Like the, I, I guess a I, professional movie makeup artist, but that was yeah. legit. Yeah. Um, so also in Mama's penthouse, there's a judge's helmet on the wall, and it's got a piece of gold chain attached to it, and that's actually a uh, the original comic design from Judge Dredd and the comic book. There's like a gold oh, chain that comes so off. that's so cool. Yeah, because it would, link, it would ca- uh, attach the badge to the collar of the uniform. Nice. And yeah. the badges are sick as fuck. Yeah, I own two of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time you've seen this. I've this been is, telling you for how many say, years this since it came out. This is the first time I've seen this movie. Yeah, since this came out in 2012, I've been talking about yeah, it. Yeah, dude, it's fucking legitimate. Yeah. So in uh, the classroom they go in, you can see the new American flag on the wall, and it has six stars because there's only six megastates left oh. that form the megacity. Oh. Yeah. Georgia is not one of them. We're dead. Yeah. But no, there is. I like to think this is Little Georgia or Little Atlanta, whatever, because it's called Peachtree. Yeah. This is all the <laughs> refugees from Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like refugees from Atlanta. Yeah. All right. So, like I was talking about the Lawmaster motorcycle, like I said, they're actual functional bikes, and they had the chassis extended and custom fairings, but um, they put the biggest tires on there that they could, and they couldn't actually replicate it from the comics because it wouldn't drive. It was, well, like, too big. It is a comic book. Yeah. So in the scene where Dredd and Anderson go to Peachtree's, uh, you can see all the crimes that are holding, like, you know, in the whole city, and he talks about how they can only go to 6% of them. Yeah. And one of the crimes is actually assigned to Judge Hershey, and Judge Hershey was one of the main characters in the Judge Dredd movie. Interesting. Yeah. I, I got to watch that now. I have to watch that to know the, yeah. all the references. So I talked about the fatties. Um, so there's a few <laughs> references they're to the fatties. Ca- they're, they're called obese. They're called fatties in the fucking show in the I'm games. Kidding. As a fat man, I can talk about this. That's our word. <laughs> That's our word. So the first shooting victim um, has a, uh, let's see, he has a fatty, I don't know. Apparently there's some graffiti. <laughs> says fatties rule. And then you see the fatties guy, the the big, big, the big yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually has a shirt that says fatties on the front. I didn't That's realize that. That's awesome. All right. And we talked about this during it, but it's actually true. The lawgiver sidearms are actually heavily modified Glock 17s. 
Fuck yeah. I did. I we talked the, about it. I saw the Glock mag. I was like, that's a Glock. <laughs> we fucking talked about yeah. that. Like, cops are still using Glock yep. however far in the yep. future this is. I was going to say, that is actually <clears throat> a very common gun for cops. So there you go. <laughs> we were talking about that's probably the, the Glock Model 804 <laughs> or something. That <laughs> has explosive rounds and has vocal, yeah. it has vocal uh, commands and shit. Yep. So in the comic strip, they didn't want to use real cuss words, so they made up a bunch of, like, frack. Oh, nice. You know? yeah. Except in this, they say Drock, D-R-O-K-K. I didn't even pick up on that. Well, they didn't, but one of the bad guys in the very beginning is chased down. He has Drock written on the back of his uh, leather <laughs> jacket. It's just it's just their word of fuck? Yeah. Huh. It's like saying frack. Fracking toaster heads. God's <laughs> damn it. The God's damn fracking toasters. Yep. Okay. <laughs> this is the best fucking fact in here. The slow-mo sound effect that they had was a Justin Bieber song slowed down 800 times on all the slow-mo themes. What song was it? I don't know. God damn it. Okay. I guess we got to listen to all the Justin Bieber songs on 1,000 times slow-mo. Yep. So, Dredd only calls Anderson by her name three times. The rest of the movie, he calls her Rookie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he calls her Anderson at the end, so, yeah. Yeah. So, when they're talking about Mama and they're talking about all these uh, other rival gang members she killed, yeah, they actually show their mug shots and you can see who arrested them. And uh, the Peyote Kings guy was arrested by Francisco. The Red Dragons leader was arrested by Silver. And the judge was, uh, King leader was arrested by McGruder. And they're all former judges, uh, chief judges in the comics. Nice. Yeah. I, I like those little references. There's a lot of little references. I like that. I yeah. like that they paid attention to it. Okay. You're going to love this. Okay. Slow mo may have been inspired by Jet from Fallout. Ooh. Right? Right? Ooh. So they look exactly the same. They're inhalants. They're they highly yeah. uh, addictive narcotics, whatever. Uh, they look damn near exactly the same. Yeah, they And do. also in Fallout 4, which came out after Dread, they say that uh, it slows down, uh, the jet slows down time. And they, th- they say that that actually might be a reference to Dread, like Dread referenced Fallout, and then Fallout and referenced like Dread a, back. It's a nod and a nod back. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. cool. Oh my god! Right? It's like I need Ultra Jet. I'm a ghoul. Yep. I'm a fatty. <laughs> also, Lena Headey actually worked on this in between seasons of Game of Thrones, which I didn't think about, but it makes sense because Game of Thrones started 2011. Yeah, I never thought about it. Really. Also, I mean, I don't know if this movie took super long to film. Yep. All right, what do you think the body count is? <sighs> Sub 100. I will tell you at the end of this. Okay. I'm teasing you with it. All right, so. <sighs> Fucker. Let's see. Okay, so the Olivia Thurlby, when she gets in this guy's head and, like, psychs him out, remember? Anderson, yeah. You remember when he tries to shoot her and she can't kill him? Yep, yep, yep. Did you notice he's shooting her gun? Yeah. So she put the idea in his head to use oh her gun. Oh, my God. Posted she knew suggestion, it, dude. She knew it might save her that later. That was hilarious. That's amazing. I know. Oh I never, God. I didn't even think about it, but she dude. put that idea in his head, literally put that idea in his head. And then later on, he tried to kill her with her own gun and blew his arm oh off. Oh, my God. That's so That's cool. sneaky, and I love it. I am very, very sneaky, sir. All right. So the judge that Dredd fights in the slow-mo <laughs> lab is named Lex. Lex. And Lex is the Latin word for law. I actually knew that at a subconscious right? level. Right, somewhere. I somehow knew that too. That's but. that's I like. Oh my god, okay. this movie gets better. All right, and fucking all right, all right. better, man. What is the uh, word for throwing someone out of a window? There's a word for it. Oh yeah, I thought you knew. No. Okay, so at the very end, when uh, he reads her charges and says, "How do you plead?" She says, "Nothing," and he says, "Defense noted." <laughs> the act of throwing someone out of a window is called defenestration. Defense. Oh defenestration. Oh my god, that's amazing. He was given a next level pun. For someone I, he was just going to shove out of a fucking window who's never going to say anything. Dude, headcanon fucking confirmed. One-liners right. are part of judge training. All right, and the body count for this movie, which we may have to start throwing this in on our show. We may have to start counting. <laughs> yeah. The body count is 102. Fuck. 
Yeah. I said sub 100, but... You failed. I know. All right, give us a few minutes and we'll come back with our theories. All right, so these are some pretty weak-ass theories. I'll go ahead and throw that out there. (laughs) This one I just don't like. It may have some validity. I don't know. But the theory is that Judge Dredd's world is an alternate or future Marvel universe. A Marvel universe? I knew you'd like it. I knew you'd have this. No, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. All right, so you got mutants, and they're... They're on X, the outskirts. X-Men. Yeah, they're on the outskirts of society, whatever. Okay, Everyone hates okay, them. Okay, okay. Um, this is one theory. I read a couple different versions of this, but one of them is that uh, Dr. Death or who is there a bad guy in I've Marvel? Heard Dr. Death. I think it's an X-Men uh, yeah. guy or something. I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't, if that's wrong, nerd just Apparently, he can right like now. nuke stuff at will or something. Also, oh. are you talking in, like Apocalypse? I don't fucking know. Sure. Um, also, in Judge Dredd, the comic books, one of the judges is named Judge Death. And he's uh, uh, okay. He's like a supernatural version of a former judge or something. So anyway, the theory is that the world gets nuked, and this is what the remnants are. Interesting. Um, so the mutants, because there's also other mutants in the Judge universe that can like breathe fire and weird shit like that, like X Men type. Yeah, one stuff. of the guys was saying like, yeah, most of you fucking mutants have like an extra arm or no uh, arm, extra arm or no arm together. All right. Yeah. Interesting. So um, yeah. So there you go. Um, apparently, maybe the radiation caused the X genes to do something different or come out more or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, let's see. There's a mutant extremist group. Of course uh, there is. In one of the Judge Dredd novels. Of course there is. Yep. And apparently... Did you... I have a fan theory if you don't if you don't hit on it. I'm getting there. Hold on. Uh, also, yeah, there is a Judge Dredd Batman crossover, like I said. Meaning, oh, yeah, I've meaning heard of that, that they can't officially say that this is a Marvel universe. Right, because there there's an official Batman yeah, crossover. They can hint at it. Right. So they could never come out and say it. Well, shit, this could also be a post DC universe. You never know. It could be. There were some, not they weren't like X Men. There were those numerous, but yeah, there all are the some, mutants were science based. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I guess nukes technically yeah, are science based. Yeah, it's all, based. I think they all allude yeah. to the fact that it was a radiation. Because like Solomon Grundy is mm. like a. Science based. He was almost like supernatural, though, wasn't voodoo. he? Voodoo. Yeah, it was a yeah. voodoo thing. Voodoo and um, well, sufficiently advanced science is indistinguishable uh, for magic. And Doctor Doctor Strange, Doctor Hugo Strange, he had uh, he had something to do with solving. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's the theory. Is it's a future <laughs> Marvel universe? Whatever. Okay. I didn't like it. Interesting. There's. I have a better fan theory than that. I'm getting you don't there. get there. Um, they're also saying that this is maybe the future of the Fallout universe. The future of the Fallout universe. Because Jet's still there. This is like the small like Rivet City and stuff gain traction yeah. and they become big cities and they kill all I the... I think that one's less likely. Well, I mean, think about... Because they say that the outside world's all a desert. True. So maybe, though, maybe there's more there Maybe the more Mojave nukes. kept rolling over and killing stuff. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a yeah. theory. That um, but, you know, basically at the end of every Fallout game, you've killed damn near every creature out there. <laughs> so... If a couple people were to do this over a couple War. generations, there wouldn't War be changes. There wouldn't be a lot of ghouls and shit out there, and they'd build these bigger cities. Potentially, I'm not know. saying it's not possible. <clears throat> yeah, I don't get the '50s aesthetic in Dread. No, I certainly it's it's, it's way, way more you, Blade Runner than yeah. anything else. Yeah, like I said, these theories are not great. And also, I like this one because there's no way to confirm or deny it. You know, you can't talk through this one. But this could be the same world as Mad Max. I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. Especially Fury Road. It could very well be. Is, now, I know that Mega City 1 is not the city that he's near because 
it's confirmed that this was in that was um, Sydney that he went to in Mad Max. <clears throat> he said he was in Australia. Yeah. Mad Max is Australia. This There's is no Mad way Max. to confirm There's that this no is way, the same or not. Again, I always think I was I thought it was weird the whole time watching the movie. They call the city Mega City One, and they well, don't talk about any other Mega. Well, city. there are six other Mega States. That that make up Mega City One, right? Guess, right. But I'm the saying, city's bigger than the states. But there might be no way for them to communicate to Australia. Exactly. There's certainly no way to go there. At least, well, I mean, they got some. They have big drones that fly over the city. That's so. some future technology, but there's probably no reason to go there. It's all a fucking desert anyway. <laughs> Tis a silly place. Let's not go there. On second <laughs> thought, let's not go there. <clears throat> but yeah, I've heard that theory before that uh, Mad Max is just whatever happens outside of the mega cities of dread. I mean, Mad Max could be pretty much any post-apocalyptic American movie too. That's true, except that it's in yeah, Australia. I know. It could be in the same universe, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not like we ever go to Australia and say, yeah, there's no Mad Max shit going shit. on here. Mad Max could be in Australia right now. I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd believe it. I'd believe it. So those are my uh, fan theories. You got anything else for fan No, you, that that was the one. Uh, if you hadn't gotten the one that was in the same universe as Mad Max, mm-hmm. then, uh, um, then I was going to say that one. But All right. So this is your first time watching this movie. Yes. What is your favorite part of this movie? My favorite part of this movie is the gratuitous violence. They do not hold <laughs> that back. It just, I like the fact... Uh, like it was the, banned also in a couple countries and went straight to DVD in some countries over it. Like Some countries don't really like dude, the violence as much as we dude, do. Dude, I'm Americans. telling you, I didn't understand exactly what I was getting into. Like I walked in this with no expectations. I always tried not to tell you too much about it because I knew and, you'd like uh, it, and you hate when I tell you about movies. Yes. <laughs> um, I hate the expectations that are set, right? Yeah. But uh, I, I, it's not. I don't. Just, my favorite part is not just the gratuitous violence. I like that this movie is unapologetically whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, it just does what it is, and it doesn't give a fuck what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, and it doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. It's only ninety minutes. There was a very long campaign fan, fan campaign that I was a part of. A fan pain, they may say. A fan pain. Um, to make a sequel, and I think it has failed at this point, which yeah, sucks. There was also a talks of making a Mad Max crossover with Dread. Ooh. Which I don't think is going to happen either. Yeah. I, it's been too long. Any wind in its sails was gone. I don't know. There's <clears throat> all, the, the people who are fans of this movie are big fans of this movie. Yeah, it does have this a cool is following. Not, this isn't one of those movies that like you see and you're like, oh, okay, it's whatever. No, this no. is where you go online. You either love like, it or you hate it. Yeah. It's really only two camps. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite part? Uh, I've said this from the beginning that if you watch this in theaters or at home with a really good sound system and good TV, yeah, it's one of the prettiest movies ever, despite the violence. It is beautifully filmed. It, it's a very, you know, visual. Cinematography movie. is amazing. Yeah, the the whole slow mo things you see it through their eyes, so it slows down. You see everything glittering yes, and falling yes, yes, slowly, yes, yes, yes. and it's very pretty. It, very it mixes. End. It mixes spoilers. Just gross, bloody pulps of humans yeah. with just gorgeous little scenes. It's also believable gore. Yeah, you know it's not I mean? over the top. It's over the top violence, but it's believable gore. It looks real. Yes. Yeah. Um, what did you not like? I, You know what I didn't like is the, uh, and this is going to sound a little weird, but the, the judges that turned so easily. You, you've got to throw a dirty cop in a cop movie. It's I, just I, a, it, I, and you know, I get it. It's a trope. You yeah. have to include it. But the fact that the, the fact that they set up the world that judges... Also, that makes him look more like a badass. Like, he stuck to his guns and he's I agree. A good guy. I agree with that, but it, what I'm saying is... that purpose, is, is that the saying. fact that there's no law but these guys... And again, it mentions that most, if not all, judges are, like, orphans of, like, like were criminals... It just talks about family. that they make every orphan take the judge test. That's true. That's true. So I guess there could be others, but I'm saying They could that, put them... You know, it could be, like, um, special. Or what's that? 
get the goat, make him take the goat, like in Fallout. Oh, yeah. Like everyone takes an aptitude <clears throat> test of some type anyway. Potentially. And if they get sorted into judge, they have to go take the judge test. Yeah, I, but again, my least favorite part was the fact that they just had four judges that were just ready to turn on the law. I'm like, that's your whole thing is the law. The whole thing is yeah. the judges are a representation of the law. Yeah. So I thought that was like, I was like, that's a little weird. Yeah. And also, I had no idea how like how much a credit is worth. So a million credits. Yeah. There's like no a lot, but... basis for comparison. Exactly. That, that I think that's my gripe too, but in a little different way. That the whole movie takes place within 24 hours, start to finish. Yeah. It's sun up, sun down, yeah. sun up. So. While I really like that as a survival horror type of mentality, sure. like it, it winds up being that. It's an action movie, but it's kind of a survival movie, too. Mm-hmm. It's like The Revenant wasn't a horror movie, but right. at the same time, the survival guy got molested horror. by a bear, too. So it's kind of a horror movie, too. <laughs> we love you, Leo. Yeah. Um, but like I kind of could have dealt with having a couple more days of setup. Or even like him. Like, you see him go home at some point and make him feel a little more human. I don't want him to take the helmet off at home. I want him no, to sit on I his like couch. I like the beginning, though. I want him on his couch wearing a wife beater that says fatties no, on it. No, you know what? I want him, <laughs> like, I want him like the end of Halo 4, where yeah. the Master Chief, after like four games, finally gets his armor taken off, and but his helmet's helmet. coming off, and then it cuts. Yeah. Yeah. I could have dealt with it a little humanizing. Yeah. Because he feels like, and if you know anything about these, RoboCop and Dread were of the same yep. story, yep. and they got pulled apart. He does feel very robotic. Yeah. He feels like a robot. A but RoboCop. honestly, Carl Urban was born to play this role <laughs> no, he's great at it he's amazing just i could have used a little bit of humanizing maybe i agree um, i agree that would have been nice I, if i had to change Espe- especially because they showed that judges were human because yeah. they were fallible yeah if i if i was given the option to change this movie i wouldn't but if i had to change this movie that would be what i changed. agreed yeah agreed so. yeah uh, solid gripes you know I, yeah i think we're pretty immature most of the time with our gripes i think that was pretty solid <laughs> yeah well it's because i respect this movie yep all right yep uh so maybe eventually we'll do judge dread yeah, I think we'll probably do that. Uh, yeah. We we I probably mean, won't be as nice to that one. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's great. I haven't seen yeah. it in years. So. Yeah, I've never seen it. But uh, but yeah, uh, would you recommend Dread? No, it's terrible. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Go watch the fucking movie. Go watch this fucking movie right now. Watch it in HD. Do not watch it on standard death. Agreed. Yeah, you have to watch it in HD. Agreed. This is like the only movie I'll say that for because usually I don't give a it shit. It like sincerely makes a difference. I have really if you bad... have 4K yeah. and shit like that, put it on ultra yeah. fucking high. I have really bad eyesight, so I can't usually tell the difference, <laughs> but this is the one where I'm like, watch it in HD. Again, watch it on a big screen, turn up the volume, and like, and just... With no pants on. Yeah. It can't hurt. Can't hurt. <laughs> Well, all right. you're going to get a raging, like, hard on by, yeah, like, you will have an erection from all the violence. Keep your helmet on. <laughs> and wear a raincoat. All right. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to The Fluent Nerd. Please join us next week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Fluent Nerd. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Also, tell your friends about us. Like Seriously, text one right now. Shout if you happen to be in public. You can send your feedback, show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. We give a very special thanks to our musical talent, Sean Ryan. Go ahead and check him out on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And we'll see you guys next week week your assessment starts now